Welcome to the Here's What I Do podcast with Brock and Ryan. Listen as our husbands give tips, tricks, and advice on all kinds of subjects. And here they go. Welcome back to the Here's What I Would Do podcast with Brock and Ryan. I know we've been away for a while. It's been busy. It's the summertime. Been vacations, been traveling. We got kids with no camps, no schools, you know. We got friends coming to visit us. Y'all, I work been traveling. It, it's. Yeah, we actually went like three weeks without seeing each other. We were all so busy. That's, that's rare for us. I know. I'm starting to go through withdrawals. <laughs> I know my kids were. <laughs> Mom were like, Daddy, it's been like a year. I'm like, it's been three weeks. Uh, so, what we're going to talk about today is kind of important to probably most of our listeners. Um, as far as I know, based upon what I've seen, most everybody that listens to our show is in the southeastern United States, a.k.a. Hurricane Alley. Mm-hmm. Especially us living in South Florida, it seems like it's there's not a year, ago, year goes by that we don't have something come close. At least a threat. We have a threat every year. We don't always get hit, but we True. have something. Yeah. It always keeps enough for a hurricane party. That's, that's right. That's right. Get a day off work. Yeah. Yeah, hang out. Play. Um, so today we're going to talk about prepping for a hurricane, uh, some tricks, tips, what we do, what seems to work for us, things that we've done that you might not have yet thought of, and because we'll cover it from two areas. You are dealing with fire and rescue services and what you have to deal with to get ready. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with it on my, you know, a completely, strictly civilian side of it. So... Here's some of the steps that I take. Like if a hurricane's forecast to come towards Palm Beach County, here's here's what I do. First and foremost, I always go make sure we've got batteries. Yeah, that's uh, important. It, you got to have batteries. Double A, triple A, especially all D, all the sizes. Yeah. If I don't, I just have my phone right there. I'll go ahead and order them from Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon Basics is what I always we order. Too. We use the same thing. They work great. Those things are cheap. Yep. And if for whatever reason they're out, I go right down the road to Batteries Plus. They got a pretty decent generic brand. Look, I mean, for it's a battery. Hurricane, yeah. Right. It'll, You're it'll, trying to run your flashlight in a portable radio. It'll work, yeah. So, then I start digging out everything that could possibly be charged via <laughs> an outlet and plug it in. That's our portable battery packs yeah. for phones and iPads, lamps. Yep. I like radios. to get all my tool batteries all charged up. That, you know, yeah. Stuff. Anything that's a battery, I start charging it because I'm pretty much looked at as, well, Daddy, did you charge this or did you charge that? So I, I, I have a whole the system. king of the chargers. Yes, yeah. And I've got crap plugged in everywhere. Like, don't mess with any of these chargers. If light's flashing, don't touch it. Yeah. So that that's what I do first and foremost. I dig out the portable radio. It's got a little crank on it. If, you know, if your batteries are dead, I crank it, make sure it works. Dig out my scanner that I bought years ago to listen to NASCAR drivers at NASCAR race, which works great <laughs> listening to the National Weather Service. Um, so I make sure all that's going good. Then the next thing is I go outside and grab one of the empty propane tanks I have sitting out back, and I go swap it out. A couple years ago, there was rumor that we were like, oh, there's a hurricane coming. May or may not be coming. May or, and I told Stacy, I'm like, look, I'm going to go swap out this empty tank at Publix. Uh... For a, for a full one. And I went into Publix. I'm like, hey, I need to get a propane tank. Yeah, like, yeah no problem. It was the last one. Mm. And by the time I got back to the car, the governor had issued a state of emergency. And it was like a tidal wave yeah. of people running into Publix. Yeah. So I'm like, I beat, just barely beat that deadline. Yeah. You don't have that problem. You have a propane tank in the ground, right? We do. So we have the whole house generator. 
Uh, we were fortunate enough that when we bought our house, it had it. Uh, that was one of the things we either planned on installing or looked at when we were shopping for a house just because there's a good chance that I go to the fire station for a week at a time and have to leave the wife and kids alone. So uh, that was important to us, but that also meant that we have a 250-gallon propane tank in the ground that powers our stove, our grill, our hot water heater, uh, and that generator. So there's pros and cons to that. You know, there, there's the ability to go out and get smaller propane tanks for a grill if you run out, where if we run out of our, if we're, if we're out for an extended period of time, we run out of propane in our tank, it's going to be very difficult for us to get a refill on that. Now, we, we use a supplier that claims they can come three days after hurricane. They'll go clear roads themselves to deliver it to their customers if they need it. We have yet to actually test that and see if that guarantee works. <laughs> <laughs> but we should be able to run our generator for uh, close to a week with all those appliances and everything. Uh, because we we don't like we won't run the AC during the day and we'll keep all that stuff off to kind of bring it down and, and make sure that we use it wisely. We don't know how long you're going to be without power when it happens. You know, there's been times where it's been weak. Sometimes like out out a little bit further west, they had ten days, fourteen days without power uh, through one of these hurricanes. Yeah, so. I mean, it really depends on how bad. I mean, it depends on like I know this last one. We have underground electrical mm-hmm. service, so there's right. no lines that can get knocked down. However, the main line that feeds our neighborhood. Right was taken out by these giant trees, so we were without power for three or four days until they could get that cleared out. There was no, you know, infrastructure damage here. Now, to FPNL's credit, they have done a lot of work on infrastructure. Oh, yeah. Uh, They have spent the last 10 years upgrading things, making sure that it's a little bit more stable, making sure that they can get back up and running. You'll see it. As soon as the hurricane starts coming, you'll see all the guys from... Alabama, Georgia, South yep. Carolina, they come stage about halfway down through the state and they're ready to come to work. As or soon they're at the fairgrounds. Yeah. Depending on where it's going to hit, you know, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they're ready to roll. Those guys start rolling as soon as that hurricane clears through. So they, they do a great job of that. Um, they've, they've definitely got the system down. Yeah. Once, once the, once I get the propane handled, then my next thing is usually water. Yeah. And that's, I mean, people will just go wipe, like, buy any any bottle or jug for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I only will usually get a case of water, and I'll take and freeze about half of those bottles mm-hmm. and just keep the, because I have two refrigerators and a chest freezer. Yeah. So I'll freeze half of that, and I'll, you know, pack them full of frozen bottles of water to help, you know, main, keep the temperature cool. Now, I do have some of those big blue jugs that... The five-gallon ones? Yeah, the five-gallons yeah. that people have, right. like their office water dispenser. Right, right. I don't... You know what I fill that up with? The water hose. Yeah. I mean, it, you can drink that water. It's not like you're out there filling it up in the lake. And <laughs> it's only going to sit in there for three or four days, you know, maybe. Yeah. And then if, oh, we didn't get a hurricane, then I just dump it on the flowers. Yeah. Well, if you do get a hurricane, you can still drink it. Exactly. It, it, you know, I'm not going to go. Deal. No. And there is concern about storing plastic in your garage or wherever for long periods of time. So we'll we'll keep a kind of a constant supply of water bottles and we just kind of go through them and then restock them, go through them, restock them, and we try not to leave them in there for more than a few months. Um, just from the heat and other oh, things yeah, like that, right. we're always concerned that something's going to happen with the plastic. So I know there's concern for that. So we, we try to keep a, just a constant supply so we never have to rush out and get anything. Yeah, my garage is like a sauna. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I, yeah it, it, it's hot out there. Um, I'll also go ahead and mow the lawn mm. I, because if we get a storm, it may be a while before yeah, it gets cut right. again. You're so right. I go ahead and cut it, you know, just to be on the safe side. I don't know because it's like once a storm's named, you can't be trimming trees or anything right, like right. that to keep the debris down. Yeah, and that's that, not typically part of my routine. I don't I don't really care. I do trim the trees. Uh, we make sure that we get that out and get that up to the road as quick as possible. We unfortunately have two trees on either side of our house that kind of overhang our, our roof. So we make sure we lop off anything that 
could potentially be an issue. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't normally get out there and cut the grass. I, I do only because you know it, it it it's just a thing with me. Like yeah. I'll cut it just to say, look, it's cut. I, I'm good for a couple weeks if need be. Um, I've only got one tree in the backyard, which would which could pose a problem. My neighbor has a giant pine tree, which I'm leery of, mm-hmm. but it's his tree, not mine. Right. So there ain't a whole lot I can do about it. Um, I also recommend people, if you know it's a hurricane coming, go outside and take pictures of your house. Yep. Like, here's the roof as it is on this date and time. Yep. Here's what it looks like. Here's what my whole property looks like. Every side of your house, every door, every window. So you've got proof, time stamped, date stamped. That's a stamped. good idea. Actually, I've never done that. Um, and I, I'm going to add that to my routine. I think that's a, a good idea, especially with some of the issues we've had with homeowners insurance. We've made a couple homeowners claim uh, insurance claims, and it's been an absolute nightmare. So... The more proof you have, the better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and go ahead and upload it to the cloud. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, you go. <laughs> God forbid your phone gets blown away yeah. or, you know, oh, dropped it in the yeah. toilet. You listen to one of the other podcasts about how to clear some space or That's right. purchase cloud storage and, uh, and make sure you yes. store them there so they're safe. Um, and also, as soon as you hear or even think of there's a, a, a storm coming, go ahead and go fill up your car. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think a lot of people just go get in a gas line to say, oh, and put on social media, I just spent four hours in a gas line. <laughs> I, honest to God, I think they do. I think people wait in line on purpose just so they complain about waiting in line. And there's no need to. No, no. I, I mean, rarely am I under a quarter of a tank anyhow. Right. So if I, I keep a check on the forecast, especially being where we are, like, oh, there's a chance it may be coming, go ahead and go fill up. Right. At most, by the time that storm comes, you've used a quarter of a tank. Right. Okay. It's, it's so, that's, and I even tell Stacy, fill up the gas on your way home. Yeah. Or when you come home, I'll take your car and go fill it up. If it looks like it's more of a certain thing, like, hey, Palm Beach County's going to get a Cat 2, Cat 3 or whatever, I'll go ahead and about two days out from that happening, I'll go ahead and put up my shutters. Mm-hmm. Putting up shutters is not a problem. I don't have hurricane windows, unfortunately. Right. It's very expensive. I do have hurricane door, front door. I don't, so I don't have to cover that. Yeah. But once you put those shutters up, the house is dark, yep. and it's yep. very dark. So I usually will leave one off to let some light in because okay. I can always put that last one up. Then I go fill up gas cans. Mm-hmm. This is where a lot of people mess up. They're like putting it in buckets, or they they try to go find a gas can. All the I gas cans are already gone. I don't, I don't either. I think a lot of people don't wait till any time after June to buy a gas can. No, go in December, buy you five gas cans. And just leave them in your garage till yeah, you need them. Exactly. I, I don't understand why people can't think that far ahead. No, it's like like wait until December tenth to go right. buy a Christmas tree. Right. No, buy that sucker in July. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe not your Christmas tree. Well, not if you're gonna get a live one. But <laughs> don't. Yeah. Don't wait. Or, or don't wait until they announce a hurricane. Oh, then go try to find gas, gas cans, cans in a generator. Happen. No. It's like trying to find toilet paper during COVID. Exactly. Don't wait. Go get it. Go get it now. But here's when, here's how I fill up my gas cans. I a certainly ain't waiting in no gas line. Yeah. That's not happening. So, and I, I had a friend tell me this three or four years ago, and I've tried it four times since, and it has proven right every time. Don't go wait in a gas line. Don't be like, oh, I'll just go at eleven o'clock at night. No, people will stay up late mm-hmm. to go get gas. Mm-hmm. What they don't do is they do not wake up early to go get gas. Right. So I'll get up at two a.m. Go right down the street to the Cumberland Farms, and at most I've waited is 20 minutes. Yeah, There's usually no line. Right. There's people out there directing traffic. Employees are super cool, either Cumberland Farms or the Wawa. When, remember when they evacuated the whole state of Florida a few years ago, mm-hmm. and everybody was mad that we were staying? Yeah. And, like, yeah. Wawa was the only gas yeah. station that had gas. 2 a.m., 
I pulled Nothing. right up to the pump, filled up every gas awesome. tank, filled up my car, came home, got Stacy's car, went and filled it up, came back, and I was back in bed by 3 o'clock. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Right. No waiting. If you get up at 2, 2.30 in the morning go get gas, you won't have to wait in line at all. Yeah. Now, I'm probably letting this huge secret out, and right. so now yeah. at 2.33 a.m., yeah, there's going to be a gas line. line. But there's no lines. And proper filling of a gas can. Oh, Sounds common sense. <laughs> But people don't seem to get this. You take the can out of your car, set it on the ground. Make sure the nozzle makes contact with the rim of the can before you start filling. Then fill. The shutoff doesn't always work, so you have to watch to make and sure don't it fill fills it all up the way up and stop before it overflows. Yes, I've seen it. It's amazing. It, there's gas just running out the top. I watched of a guy it. try to fill up a garbage bag. I, it, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah. I, I, there's a line on the gas can. It says yeah. max fill line. It, you can't. That's where you go. Remember, they they have vapors in there that build up. They're going to want to off gas. You have to leave space. You can't fill them to the top. Follow the instructions. It's going to slosh out in the car as soon as you pick it up and put it back in <laughs> there. Right. So, please, get gas cans early. Fill them up properly and go at 2.30 in the morning. You'll never have to wait in the gas line. Yeah. Also, if you're fortunate enough to have a generator. Okay, some people don't have a generator. Probably ought to get one or know somebody that has one or hopefully your neighbor has one. Proper placement of the generator because every year, inevitably, somebody's yep. running it in their garage or on their yep. back porch and kills everybody. Shot. Yeah, yep. carbon monoxide. the whole family. Yep. Leave space for that. Get your extension cords ready because a generator is not going to do you any good if you don't have a way to get the power yep. from the generator to your fridge yep. or to your fan or to whatever. Um, I always have to make space in the garage for a vehicle. Because our garage, there's the golf carts out there, oh, and all yeah. the beach toys right, out there. It's a it's a yeah, disaster. So that's, that's one of those things that you can start beforehand, though. Yes. So we're starting now. We're cleaning out our garage. We're making sure we got all of our space pulled in. We like to pull Jen's car in the garage. Yeah. So we're we're working on that now before we have any threat of a storm where we can actually throw stuff away and they'll come pick it up. Well, and I have that's where like it's it's not just me. I'm like, babe, I need you to clean out the garage because we got to pull your car yeah. in here. Like, can you? As I'm out, I'm helping a neighbor do this or I'm helping do that. Right. And fortunately, our neighborhood's super cool. Like everybody pretty much helps themselves, yeah. helps each other. It's there's no problem. There's like we have like walkie talkies. Like, hey, Hurricane Channel Four. Right, so right. if you're on Channel Four and you got a hurricane, which to that radio, point. A good note to make there is people think the uh, walkie-talkie cell phone apps are cool. They don't work when you don't have cell service. You have to have a signal. Correct. Something. It, something. Either yeah. a Wi-Fi signal or yes. a one-bar cell. If you just if there's no nothing, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. That was going around a few years yes. ago, and that's even actually in the notes because I was like, this doesn't work. No. If it, no. Now, what I will give – I have Comcast in my neighborhood, and what I will give them credit for is because we have the generator, and it will kick on in the middle of the storm. You know, It doesn't matter what's going on. It will just start. We have internet probably 95% of the time, and we can stream the news, we can watch, we can do everything. As long as we can get power to the modem, we can have internet. So whatever infrastructure they've set up, at least in my neighborhood, back to some sort of a central point, works phenomenally well. Uh, we were blown away when power came back on and the internet kicked on. I was like, oh, this is amazing. So it worked out really well through the hurricane. Even as it's blowing by, you know, we were able to sit there and, huh, and that's watch. That's interesting. The other thing that I wanted to point out, too, is we talk about losing power and dealing with no electricity. Uh, one thing that a lot of people forget is they'll be in the middle of cooking something, you know, making your macaroni and cheese on the stove. Power goes out. You take the pot off the stove, put it in the sink, clean up, whatever. A couple days go by without power, and now you've stacked pizza boxes on your oven. You've done whatever. You've never turned your oven off or your stove off. 
and we see it time and time and time again. Power kicks back on from the power company, and that burner kicks right back on right where it left off, but now you got a pizza box sitting on top of it. I can't tell you how many fires we've been to as power is being restored in neighborhoods. They have stuff just piled up on the top of their stove. Oh, that's interesting. I've never really thought about that. What, don't think about it. Well, what I usually do is I turn all the breakers off except for one. Like, I'll leave one light. Like, I know. Like, so you know it came back on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I don't want that power to come surging back in. Mm-hmm. And now everything, it's just like an open container. It's like, woof, and now it's going right, to right. blow everything up. Now, when you set up your generator, do you do the uh, back feed through your dryer plug and do no. all that stuff? No, okay. it's just a stray I have it in the backyard. Uh, with like a piece of plywood leaning up against it to direct the sound away from the house because gotcha. it's loud. It okay. sounds like a race car. Yeah. yeah. And I just run multiple extension cords okay. off of it. Let's now, what I did on Amazon Prime Day was bought one of the big, is it 220 plug, which plugs in and, and breaks out like into three, three three-prong outlets. Oh, that's cool. So I can run three more extension cords off of that. I've got extension cords out the yin-yang because okay. of Christmas decorations. So I've... I'm extension corded out. <laughs> so that's not a problem. Like, I can run one to the fridge. I'll use one for the garage fridge and freezer. I just cycle those, like, six okay. hours on one, six hours on the other. I just swap that. And then one's for lamps, one's for the portable. We have a portable AC unit, which we can hook under. Yeah, that's like a great idea. Room. I saw that in your notes. Uh, I remember as a kid we did that because we lived over in Lake Osborne. And we had uh, the houses there were, were really old, so we still had uh, like a hole in the wall where an AC the window was, shaker, so like a window shaker. So my dad just went and put a new one in there, and they would just run it whenever power went out, and we didn't have it. We would all pile into my parents' bedroom and sleep on the floor, and it was like a campout. Yeah, yeah that's did, what we did last different. time. We hooked the put it in our bedroom, and I had we took the air mattresses in there. It's like one for each of the kids. Like it was like a air conditioned campout in the master bedroom because. Yeah. We shut the it's door. Fun. It's cool. As a kid, it's fun. Oh, you don't, oh, yeah. you don't know any different, you know. They were loving it. Now, uh, what we found out last time we went through four days without power is don't leave dirty dishes in the dishwasher <laughs> because we hadn't run the dishwasher and we lost electricity. And like four days later, I'm like, oh my god, like it was yeah. it was rough. Yeah. So run that dishwasher. Yeah. Make sure like it's it's finished. Just before the hurricane gets there, or you've unloaded it, and it's don't put any dirty dishes in there because dirty dishes after four days in the heat that's bad stink. Bad. Um, what me and a neighbor did was we also took notes, like we wrote down like what we did right, like what we thought we did right, like ah oh, this worked good, this worked good, where we could improve, like oh I need this, I need that, it would be great to have this, it'd be yeah. good to have that, because like uh, my neighbor's fence blew over on top of his boat in the middle of the storm, and we saw it. So I went over, and he's an older guy. So I went over, and it's like, hey, Jack, your fence is on your prize bass boat. <laughs> and so me and him and, like, three or four other neighbors, like, in the middle of the hurricane, were trying to pull it, the fence up. Mm. We were able to get it up and then uh, use one of the ratchet strap it to, to my palm tree to keep it up off of his boat. So, I mean, but we were soaked yeah, to the I bone. I mean, I it, it, so, like, rain suits was on the, yeah. you know, yeah. on the list. But, I mean, it's things like that. Like, things you don't, like, oh, I never really thought right, about that. Right. Like, I would never thought about running the dishwasher, but, you know. You typically shouldn't be out when the hurricane's still around. Shouldn't. But if you I need to be a to ruin, Yeah, I didn't good. want you to ruin his boat, you know. <laughs> things happen. I like to go explore. Hey, that going out in the middle of the eye is part of the fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I zip-tie the GoPro to the palm tree out Did there, you? too. So, I, yeah, I can time-lapse the hurricanes. Like, cool. I can see how it looks. That's very cool. Um, so, we do that. I do put, um, we do have a bathtub. So, I put some water in that if we need to flush toilets. Right, right. Well, 
you know, I don't, water infrastructure is really not a huge threat. Uh, one of the things during the last hurricane that was coming through, and I don't remember which one it was, that like sat up there and stalled and then just took a hard right. Dorian? Uh, Whichever one Dorian. that ate up the Bahamas? Yes, but then it never actually touched land here. It was a really wet storm. And, you know, we had the difference between these slow-moving wet storms that can come through and have very high flood potential and some that come through like a, you know, like a hurricane <laughs> with lots of wind and they move on quickly. Um, the, the flood storms are, uh, you need a, a couple other little things in my opinion. And Jen made fun of me for, uh, for getting it, but we have it, but we have life jackets for each member of the family, uh, in the event that there is a flood and any sort of an eye protection you can have because flood water is disgusting. Think of all your sewage is coming up into the flood water, all drain water is coming up through it. It's stuff from your vehicles is in it and getting that in your eye, especially for kids is, could be detrimental to you trying to get to safety. So we have helmets, we have life jackets, and goggles, little swim goggles, just to keep stuff out of the kids' eyes while they're floating through the water, if, God forbid, we ever were stuck in a flood. Um, so something to keep in mind. It's not necessary for every storm. might be a little overkill, but if you're in an area where there is flood potential, it's something to keep in mind. Well, I know that even the rainy season for us usually starts around First to middle of May. This year it started like middle of June. So like everybody's like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get any rain. Well, it has rained so yep. much recently. If we get a storm anytime, probably in the next yep. month, we're, it, there's going to be a lot of sand oh, yeah. and water. Yep. So, A, you're going to get eat up with mosquitoes. That's going to be an explosion. Plus, it's already flooding. You know, you get flood warnings now, just right. aerial floods like, oh, this is not draining, you know, right. whatever. That's just driving through roadways. And stuff it's the hot time. as a blaze. The ocean is very warm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it it's perfect breeding yeah. ground for a hurricane. Our potential is, is pretty high. And actually, I spoke to the emergency manager the other day uh, for the city that I work for. Uh, and they were saying that I guess there's some dust storm or whatever in um, El Nino, which I, or El Nino, one of the two. It's supposed to come through, and they're thinking that the late hurricane season will be pretty active um, once like August, the September goes away. So, oh, yeah, it, uh, the warm, like you said, the warm ocean is a is a big deal. Uh, we could see a lot of activity. Trust me, that, it's but. warm. Uh, I mean, it, it you don't you're not you don't stay at 102 heat index in right. that water not heat. Right. I mean, it, it's going to get warm. It's fun for the tourists and for uh, hanging out and having fun, but not good for the storms. No, um, so. Hopefully some of that's helped you. I mean, I'm not going to go over what I would do because I just told you. Uh, <laughs> it's a long list. It, it, it is a long list. I mean, it, the hurricanes can be very stressful, especially if it comes in at night and you yeah. can't see anything. You don't know what's going on. Right. Batteries now, are important. That's a battery backup that has USB chargers on it. Yes. Get your fuel early. Don't wait in line. Uh, also neglected to say. Go ahead and take your children's devices, whatever they may be. Go ahead and download some movies. Yes. Movies and or music. That you can watch offline. Yes. 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 Don't be like, oh, they need to watch Got to stream it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah no, no, that doesn't work. Do offline viewing. Download that puppy. If you need to clean off your device, listen to a podcast from a few weeks ago yeah. to clean it off. But, yeah, you're going to need to you know, have some Uno cards handy, something. Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, we make we make the best of it, that's uh, for sure. Hurricane parties are great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, our neighborhood's great. Uh, it, we do cool things like the last one. Uh, the neighbor got out his Christmas movie screen and hooked it up, and when he was showing a movie, 
in the cul-de-sac and everybody yeah. was down there on their golf carts and yep. just sitting out, just, you know, generators running. sounds like everybody's yep. mowing their yard. <laughs> and, oh, the power came on. Yeah. Everybody starts cheering, and then three seconds later it goes off. And they're like, oh, <laughs> what a tease. And then, like, you know, five minutes later it came back on and stayed on. Thank yeah. God. So, I mean, you know, be a good neighbor. Yes. Help, help your neighbors out. Help clean up trees, clean up sticks. If you have a chainsaw, make sure people know that's available. That's yes. always a big thing yeah. that people don't have anymore. If you do have a chainsaw, make sure you don't just get fuel for your cars and stuff. Make sure you get fuel and oil for your chainsaw. Yes. Uh, that's a that's a big help once trees are down. Make sure you know how to use said chainsaw. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't know how to use chainsaw, then go hand out coffee and water to people that do know yeah. how to use you know, be kind to your power, guys. Remember, your first responders can't respond in a hurricane. This Normally, is true. anything over about thirty-five miles an hour, they can't come see you. So, yes, if if first you're in a low-lying area, aka Florida, <laughs> and they tell you to evacuate, and you you know, if you're not, especially if you're not, have never been in a hurricane, yeah. if you're one of the recent. 50,000 people that have moved down here in the past yeah. year, you know yeah, you ain't going to be a very interesting yeah. hurricane Hurricanes season. Hurricanes ain't no snowstorm. <laughs> so, you know, listen to listen to your first responders. Listen to your officials. Do what you know you're supposed to do. Don't just be like, ah, yeah, let's go to the beach and watch it. Yeah. No, that, no, no, that's not a good that's idea. That's never a good idea. So that's what we would do. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on our email, whatiwoulddopodcast at gmail.com, What I would do podcast at gmail.com this is brock and i'm ryan and we'll talk to you next time thanks for listening to the here's what i do podcast if you'd like to comment or request a topic simply send an email to what i would do podcast at gmail.com